Welcome back to another podcast on the channel, and today we're covering the hot topic of imperialism in China. We have some amazing guests joining us today, so make sure you stick around to hear. Kicking us off is our historian, McKenna. What do you think about the reasons behind the British expansion into China? The reasons for British expansion into China were mostly economic. The British had a very high demand for things like Chinese silk and Chinese tea. They would trade opium in exchange for these highly demanded goods. The British wanted more markets in China in order to sell goods. The European demand for Chinese goods was a lot higher than the China's than China's demand for European goods. And what are some of the consequences that have come from this? Um, the opium wars were created by the Qing Dynasty and the British clashing. After the war, the Qing Dynasty became very weak. There were also effects on the economy. There was less profit for the people of China and trade disadvantages, like the forced trade of opium. After gaining control of Hong Kong after the Opium War, the British impacted Hong Kong in many ways, including their language, politics, and education. China has been impacted by the influence of the British in many ways. Up next, we have our geographer, Ari. How did the British interact with their colonial environment in China? One thing British colonists did that impacted the environment in China was the push for the people of China to plant and harvest cash crops. Farmers moved to crops giving higher yields or generating higher income from the same amount of land, and the demand for agricultural exports rose during the colonial era. Some of the crops grown in China included wheat, millet, maize, sugar, tea, and cotton. The Opium War also had a huge impact on China's environment. The British captured China's capital Peking or Beijing, and destroyed and looted the old Summer Palace, which was a popular museum. During the Second Opium War in 1860, the allegiance of European imperialists occupied the Chinese capital of Beijing. The Treaty of Taijing Treaties, signed with the Chinese in the 1840s, gave gave British Hong Kong and opened up more ports for Europeans to live and trade in. By the end of the war, China was filled with pollution and its beauty was destroyed and China had lost the island of Hong Kong. And now we have our anthropologist, Rylan. Can you tell us about how the British changed the Chinese economy? Well, before the British, the Chinese just traded normally. Food for money, clothes for food. But then the British came. They did not have enough silver to trade with the Chinese, so they imported tons of opium. They traded opium for everything, which led the Chinese to turn into addicts. The economy was not balanced because it was all dependent on opium trading instead of the regular balanced system, and that's how the British changed the economy. And in the process of economic change, social organization was also changed. Before, everyone but royalty were together, but the British had created another another social group, the opium addicts. And did the British change anything else about China? They changed the language. They only spoke English, and the Chinese had to adapt and speak English so they could trade with the British to make a living, to eat, or just to get their opium. The British almost changed the government as well. They got the Chinese people mad at their leader, the Empress, but the Empress redirected the anger and spun it off on the British, saving their government. Wow, that's amazing how she did that. Thank you for being here, Rylan. Up next, we have a real treat, an elderly Chinese citizen, Jackson. What are some of the outcomes of imperialism in China that you have seen, and are they positive or negative? British imperialism modernized China. Imperialism did bring new advancements in technologies 
to us, which was positive, but it caused a lot of air pollution and ruined China's beauty. A lot of machinery caused horrible air pollution. It caused uprisings as our people were furious with foreigners coming in and taking over our country. British imperialism also introduced opium to China, which in turn increased the number of Chinese who were addicted to opium. In the beginning, the British merchants would trade silver for our goods. They realized that we were not purchasing their goods, so they smuggled opium in and they d demanded it to be purchased with silver. Not only did the opium addiction lead to social and economic disruption, it led to opium wars that started the era of unequal treaties that weakened and eventually put an end to the Qing Dynasty. Lastly, we have a young Chinese girl, Ari. What are some of the ongoing effects of imperialism in China seen today? British imperialism had a devastating impact on the Qing state and made the economy too weak to be a stable government. But the, during the early 20th century, the economy had a trend of positive growth. Scholars like Swami Perkins and Rowski estimate the figure of China's growth rate and report per capita growth rates ranging from 0.4% to 1.4% annually. During the colonial era, China witnessed the introduction of modern machinery-based industrialization. Today, the availability of modern medicines and health services from the West improved food distribution may have contributed to the higher growth rate of China's population. Language and culture was also greatly influenced by British imperialism. Now Hong Kong is a territory of the People's Republic of China once again. The effects of British imperialism in China were negative at first, but now China has found a way to function and improve.